This is the Busy Blokes Podcast with Jake Batrick and Christian Huggins. G'day, welcome to the Busy Blokes Podcast, Season 2, Episode 9, where we give you health hacks, tips and tricks that'll have you feeling healthier, happier and stronger than ever. We're coming to you this season live from the Digital Loop Podcast Studio on Beaufort Street here in Mount Lawley. It's going to be open to everyone very, very soon, so keep your eyes peeled on the social pipes of the Digital Loop team at Digital Loop Australia. If you're a content creator or a freelancer, get in touch with the Digital Loop team and they'll sort you out for all the things you need to create your content and do what you need to do. Speaking of flat stick legends, health coach extraordinaire Christian Huggins is with me as always. Big fella, how are you? I'm good, brother. I'm uh, very, very keen to uh, head off on my honeymoon this weekend. Huge. Huge. Um, we did have plans. I was talking to a few people about this. Did have plans to drive up to Broome in one of those wicked camper vans. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, we were really looking forward to it. We'd had a, like, you know, planned from midway through last year. And after we delayed the wedding for a couple, you know, extra times, um, we'd booked it for like end of March, April. And um, I've never been up there. They've been mm. further north than Geraldton. Yeah. Um, and a few people were like, ooh, you know, really rolling the dice going up the broom at that time. <laughs> yeah. Might get washed out, might get flooded, end of the rainy season, da da da. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. But then my auntie, <laughs> my auntie who goes up there quite a bit and she was like, you know, you're definitely rolling the dice. Why don't you just stop up at uh, Exmouth yep. and, you know, do all that jazz? Um, but um, we tried to change the date. Like, the, like we literally brought the, the camper van forward by one date. Mm and uh, ended the trip two days earlier. So it was mostly the same days. Yeah. And they upped the price from like $95 a day to like $205 a day or something. <laughs> How? So I don't know. She was like, oh, you've made you've made an amendment, so we have to give you, you know, you were on the early bird price way back when, and now you've got like a bit of holiday price and you've got oh, this pricing. Fuck. I know, yeah. So they <laughs> it literally like just oh, overly you know doubled. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fucked. Get fucked. Oh, Who do they think they are? <laughs> Jesus. Well they, well, they have one less happy customer, that's for sure. So I dropped them and then we we're thinking about camping and doing all of And I was like, no, nah, let's just, we're, we're so flat out leading up to the yeah. wedding and the house move and stuff. I was like, let's just let's just go to Bali. <laughs> <laughs> just get weighted on hand and foot, yeah. heaves and massages. Live like the queens and kings that you are. Yeah, exactly. And Eat um, what you want, drink what you yeah, want. Yeah, I'm not going on holiday to lose weight or save money. I'm just going to just gonna go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> just send it. Oh, mate, that's sick. Uh, yeah, it's sick. So, and part of that as well, me and Sophie were just talking this morning about like turning our phones off, mm. like for the majority of the trip and just like, Enjoying no, so it. yeah, just just really like enjoying it, um, and it kind of made me think because like I haven't been active on my social media pages much or at all, or my yeah. Facebook groups for like the last maybe three and a half, four weeks, like just because there's so much crazy stuff with the house and, and the wedding and that. And yeah, sorry to anyone of my followers who do want that daily content, which I was doing pretty much every day for the last like two and a bit years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of made me think. I was like, you know, everyone can take time for yourself and shuffle your priority ra- priorities around and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's been nice not having to have that hanging over my head that I need to be posting mm-hmm. every single day. So I'll continue that for a little bit longer. So yeah. sorry, guys. Yeah, that's all right. We'll circle back to the <laughs> to the content yeah. after you've uh, had the big barley bonanza. Yeah, yeah, that's how exciting. It. Yeah, hopefully no barley belly. But how are you, brother? I'm good, mate. Uh, one week to go. Yes. Down yeah. to 91.2. Whee! That's the new low, low, low. That's a new low, low, yeah, low, wow. low. New world record. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so that's exciting. Um, I've gee, I've got a big week ahead of me. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like we're like all uh, being very transparent. We do have a bit of time, extra time between between drinks. Um, we do these podcast episodes because of the honeymoon. Yeah, um, but yeah, you got. A, I wasn't going to tell anyone. <laughs> I, I think we need to. I'm, I'm all <laughs> about being are. yeah, so, seen behind the glass mirror. Correct. Yeah. Um, we'll just ruin the magic of yeah. radio for a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, re- I reckon. I reckon. You know, We've it's, got two it's still, weeks. It's still We've a lot. It's still weeks. a long time. There's still a lot to lose in that amount of time. Yeah. But you know, you've got less social um, things going on, and we're just going to you know, just just see what happens. It'd be cool to see you crack under that ninety, which is the original goal or best goal from the season one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see if we can do it the second time around. So I've been averaging about half a kilo a week. Mm. So. If I can get that to yeah. six hundred grams a week, six hundred and one grams per week. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to get under, don't I? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm in the mentality now where, um, like, I'm going to get it done. Yeah, nice. Because um, no matter what, I was just sort of thinking back to the the reasons why. Um, mm. You'll remind me of the correct term of what we spoke about a few weeks ago. Your deeper why. Deeper why. Um, and it's I've just got to. I've just got to get there. Yeah. I've just got to get it done. So uh, I'm proud of the effort so far, um, but we're not quite there yet. Mm. So uh, big push. Um, and as you said, I've got um, I've got a nice opportunity for a couple of weeks of just to stay off the mm. off the beer. So I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, so we've got a few things. We're seeing friends and stuff, but it's all very low-key at home sort of stuff. So um, Prime opportunity the, to go beerless. Get the kombuchas mm, out get again. Get the butchies, <laughs> yeah, soda water. Pepsi Max. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pepsi Max. We're going to talk about that today. Are Jesus we? H. Christ. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it not good for you? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to wait and see. I've been. Oh, there yeah. you go. Thank <laughs> you. I forgot about our bus. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, couple of things I wanted to touch on off the top quickly. Um, I'm calling it my big, my first big kid MC event. This mm, weekend, yeah, I'm ve- I'm so damn excited for you. I'm yeah, very proud of you as well. It's um for those I'm a journalist, obviously at the Mighty Six PR, and for those um I think people think there's like a lot of glamour and and money in especially TV and, and journalism. Uh, there is for a very select few, mm. but to make money in this industry, you actually have to do other stuff like yeah. other side gigs and whatnot. So um, I've got a very exciting opportunity uh, hosting one of the function rooms at the Frio Dockers game, Ooh. their first home game of Sick. 2023. So um, it kind of fell into my lap. Uh, one of my colleagues couldn't do it initially, so put, put my name, name yeah. forward. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped with that. Um, that's going to be really exciting. And I, I pulled out one of my suits, um, and it's this particular suit. There's a little – I wouldn't call it trauma, but there's <laughs> – it's not not trauma. Um, the last time I wore this suit was for the first time I ever did a live cross for Channel 9 News. Ooh. And um, the feedback from my nearest and dearest uh, mum – was not oh mate awesome work like how good is this you're kicking goals like life cross how good's that was oh, mate we got to do something about your suit because <laughs> it didn't fit oh, no. it was uh, that was prior to season one of busy blokes wow. so I was yeah, yeah. I was a chunky boy yep. Uh mate I put this suit on yesterday uh, to get it ready to go to the dry cleaner and the pants just do up. The, I can actually do the jacket up nice. comfortably. There's yeah. no fucking bulging. There's no like 
pulling on the button like yeah, there was the last time. Yeah, little suck in just so you can get the button Correct, yeah. correct. Um, so that was uh, that was really cool. That's sick. That was really cool. And we've spoken in the last couple of weeks. I'm starting to notice changes in my mm-hmm. body and how I'm looking and stuff. But that was a big one. I was like, I haven't been able to do this jacket up properly yeah. <laughs> as it should be done. Mum will be for. proud. <laughs> Mum will be super proud. So uh, she doesn't listen, so I can sledge her as much as I like. Um <laughs> Uh, sad news. Um, we so I live in the town of Vic Park yeah. in Carlisle, and um, they've been doing this uh, project, making the making the uh, streets greener. So they've just like the last six months, they've come around and planted like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. gum trees, essentially baby <laughs> gum trees, like all down the street. Like they spent a week doing it. So we got one. I've overwatered it. Oh no! <laughs> Killed it. <laughs> Legit? I think – so there's an asterisk there. I think – I think – well, I don't know. I've either well, overwatered it or underwatered it. Yeah, so they were like, you need to put a bucket of water on it like um, at least once a week. Um, so I was doing like half a bucket every few days. Okay. So I didn't think I was overwatering it and it was flying and then all of a sudden it just went like proper anemic, like really, really, really faint green leaves and almost yellow sort of leaves. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? So anyway, I gave it some food (laughs) on Monday and then I got back from podcast recording on Tuesday, gone. (laughs) I've just pulled it out. No way. Tree's gone. So How how long has it been growing for? uh, It's been going, I reckon, six or seven months. I reckon it's just, it's touched something. The roots have touched something toxic. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon. it probably I, isn't fun because that's your house. <laughs> Toxic, toxicity. Correct. But, yeah, sometimes, you know, uh, mum got something sprayed on her front garden to get rid of all the weeds and there was trees on the other side of the wall and because their roots had gone under the wall. Just killed it. Yeah, killed it. Just yeah. sucked up that juicies. Taste it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was a bit sad. Uh, but anyway, my yes. garden is flourishing, so <laughs> I'm not too concerned about that uh, public verge. Um Last thing, I want to touch on the recipe of the week early because um, yeah, okay. I think my smoothie is better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bigger. You're, it's not a size thing. You're pretty, pretty happy with your own little smoothie. What's what's so gra- so fucking grand about yours? So I've created a smoothie that tastes exactly like cherry ripe. Favourite chocolate. chocolate. Which, um, Shit chocolate, but favourite chocolate. For no, you. so there's a debate in my house uh, with me and Chloe. Um, I, what, the first Easter after we started seeing each other um her mum asked me oh what's your favorite chocolate for for easter i was like cherry ripe (laughs) it's not not my favorite (laughs) um i prefer like a a chocolate with some sort of nut in it or (laughs) whatever like a rocky road or something like that i said cherry ripe i'm not sure why but i i enjoy a cherry ripe i don't hate it so every easter i get like three boxes of the (laughs) cherry ripe easter egg combo things and I have cherry ripe coming out my rear end for <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks around Easter time. Um, so I didn't actually intend to make a cherry ripe smoothie. It just sort of happened with the ingredients that I put in the in the cup. Um, but I tried the uh, cookies and cream smoothie yeah. for recipe of the week this week. And, yeah, cherry ripe's better. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I think what we have to do now is for the finale, I'll bring in the cherry ripe. Yep. Bring in uh, cookies and cream yep. from the recipe, and if the cherry ripe is better 
from you, from your point of view, it has to go in the recipe ebook for everyone else to enjoy and get its own little special post yeah. on the Insta. Yeah, it's done. Because you control the Insta. Yeah. I have no control over it. No, so done. that's the deal. Yeah. yeah. I'll um, also bring in another uh, Choc Nut smoothie just to, just we can have a party. Oh, okay, yeah, just, a little wild card entry. Yeah. <laughs> I like a late runner <laughs> smoothie party. Yeah. <laughs> we won't go to the pub for beers <laughs> to celebrate the end of season two. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just get cheers our protein shakers. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, so the so the ingredients for my smoothie is banana, mixed berries, any preferred milk that you like. I just go high low or whatever. Um, Raw honey, cacao powder, choc protein, and chia seeds for a bit of texture. Ooh. And I throw some ice in there as well. Yeah, nice. Um, the thickness. So Did that's, you freeze your bananas? We had a go at freezing bananas, um, but then we just forgot. Yeah. No, it makes it, makes it so and much now no one what Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. No, if you, if you freeze, like oh, we just chop them up. Into yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Little, little bite-sized pieces. Yeah. Um, and then just chuck your handful or two in each of the, the yeah. smoothies. And it just makes it so much creamier than just yeah, right. your regular banana. I yeah. like that. I Bloody like lovely. That. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I love it cold as well. Mm. And it, obviously, it's almost like ice cubes, right? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's frozen. Freeze, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Before my brain completely tunes out, let's get into the nitty gritty down to business today. What are we talking about, Gossa? 17 ways to fix yo brain fog. So, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> What what is what would uh, like I, know, I think brain fog is a, a pertinent topic for a lot of people. But what mm. would you say your definition of brain fog is? Well, you asked me to come up with um, a response of my own, but I'm going to cheat because it just sounds like me. A Don't little take bit. mine. <laughs> uh, for me, brain fog is a lack of clarity. Yeah, um, just feeling like a little fuzzy and mm. just you're not you're not all quite there. Mm. Like you're trying to do a task. And you're either getting distracted or mm-hmm. you can't hone in on that task or you're thinking about something else or, yeah. It's just all that, hey. All of that. Yeah, yeah. All so that. the things I'd written down were pretty much that, oh, like to a T, hey, it's that. I didn't cheat. Yeah, you know, but no, that was, that was so good. Like, you know, you're, you're lacking focus, you're lacking con- concentration, you're not clear, you're not with it, things aren't coming easily, like words and ideas and you're kind of like <laughs> – Mid conversation, you're kind of fuzzing out, just staring <laughs> blankly, like at the at the person. Um, and aside from like pregnancy, um, like medical issues, like MS or chronic fatigue syndrome, um, depression, certain medications and stuff, like there are loads of lifestyle factors that play into you succumbing to those kind of symptoms that we just outlined just then. So what I've done today is I've figured out, or you know, not figured out. I've amalgamated 17 ways to help fix your brain fog um, and a lot of them kind of overlap with each other and there's some super duper interesting um, bits of information that you're going to learn today. So the first one is to clean up your diet because the brain is highly, highly sensitive to every bite you ingest and how well you function relies on the food that you fuel yourself with. So unfortunately in modern society, food largely consists of highly processed, um, genetically modified high sugar, pro-inflammatory foods that are slowly killing us, for lack of a better word. And the food industry in general... (laughs) 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 Wow, wow. Uh, The food industry has a special knack for like marketing and labeling their products directly to the consumer. They create mouth-watering, taste bud hijacking, highly addictive Frankenstein-like foods with fucking two million ingredients in them. How good are the um, like Hungry Jack's ads? (laughs) We're like... (laughs) 
they like surgically put together a burger and then just get some hot person to like just <laughs> take a bite, and take yeah, a huge yeah. bite. They're like poolside, and it's yeah. like, when the fuck are you ever poolside smashing a whopper? <laughs> <laughs> and two, it never looks like no. that. The lettuce is dead. And yeah, fucking- the whole thing is just slopping apart yeah, inside yeah. the box that they give it to you in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it, but everyone still does it. <laughs> um, but and it's and it is super hard to make changes without nutrition. We're often fighting like an uphill battle. So I know it's like a big change we have to make. And it's what we've been chipping out for the last freaking two seasons, and people have been making slow changes, which is awesome. So what I've done today is I've uh, kind of like classified foods into like what we can include more of and what we can include less of or eat less of to help alleviate some of that brain fog. Yeah. So what we want to eat less of is less pro-inflammatory foods. So when the brain is inflamed, or we get this systemic inflammation all through the body. The brain gets inflamed and it doesn't operate as good as it does. So we need to eat less pro-inflammatory foods like vegetable and seed oils, all those ones we outlined, I think, in episode two of last season. Yeah. Can you list any off the top of your head from memory? Canola. Yeah. Because that's what I used to yeah, yeah. <laughs> cook with daily. Yeah. Uh, I just, like, all I do now is buy um, olive oil. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and that's, so I just get a big... Fucking yeah. thing of olive oil. So olive oil is actually anti-inflammatory. So olive right. oil is good for the inflammation around the body. Plus it includes like all the other awesome nutrients and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so the other stuff, the other um, uh, pro-inflammatory uh, seed oils are things like and, and vegetable oils are things like just your regular vegetable oil, sunflower oil, safflower oil, cottonseed oil, rapeseed and grapeseed oil. So you just want to stick pretty much to, to olive oil. Um, you want to eat less fried foods and any foods that you're intolerant intolerant to or cause gut distress because that inc- boosts that inflammation. You want to consume less refined sugar. So sugar actually suppresses a key growth hormone in the brain called brain-derived neurotrophic factor. So it's called BDNF for short. And it's like BDNF is like a growth uh, chemical that is like a chemical for the brain, which grows neurons, which uh, makes the brain more plastic, more vibrant, more robust. And sugar actually suppresses the activity of that. Yeah, that right. Hormone. So we don't want that, obviously. And levels of BDNF are notoriously low in people with depression. So it's it's we, we kind of want to boost BDNF if, if possible. And there's more on this later as one of the tips. Um, so eating less refined sugar actually helps with BDNF production. Um, also, eating sugar-containing foods can trigger a complex cascade of chemical reactions in the body that will upregulate chronic systemic inf- inflammation. And remember, systemic inflammation is an inflamed brain, which is not good. So those are the things we want to eat less of. What we want to eat more of is more oily and fatty fish like salmon, herring, sardines, mackerel, and seafood in general. Eggs, whole eggs, because we want the yolks, the yolks in particular for the nutrients and the choline, which choline mm. is really good for brain health. Blueberries, or as we have to call them, brainberries, almonds, <laughs> dark leafy greens, herbs and spices like turmeric, black tea and coffee, mushrooms, and extra virgin olive oil, and heaps more healthy fats because the brain is primarily fat. So extra virgin olive oil, nuts and seeds, coconut products, avocado, butter, and whole milk if tolerated well as well. I think I can uh, – we spoke about it last season um, where I was dealing with a bit of mental health stuff, and you could genuinely tie it back to my diet at mm. the time. Like yep. it was so unhealthy, too much alcohol, uh, too many pub trips um, with the particular job mm. that I was doing, like lots of sugar. Mm. Like Your brain's fucking cooked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just cooked it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that governs everything. Your brain governs everything. And if your brain is inflamed and not feeling good, then you are inflamed and not feeling good. Correct. It's just this cycle of just feeling shit and then reaching for more shit. So, yeah, tidying up the diet is definitely probably one of the top tips to, to alleviate brain fog. 
The next one is to prioritize getting high quality sleep. So we've obviously all felt the effects of a shit night's sleep at one point or another. It leads to low energy, cloudy thoughts, um, low concentration, decrease in verbal fluency and memory recall, and obviously brain fog in general. Um, Sleep loss also decreases an inflammation-fighting antioxidant known as glutathione, um, and which then leads to uh, oxidative stress and inflammation in the hypothalamus. And your hypothalamus in your brain is like your librarian, like your memory recall center, Mm. um, which also causes brain fog. And a leading thought on Alzheimer's, um, there's lots of different thoughts, um, but one is the the buildup of what's called beta amyloid plaque on the brain and all these proteins, these tau proteins that are on the brain. When you sleep, your body uh, shuttles glymphatic fluid around your brain and kind of gives it a little car wash and cleans all that stuff off. (laughs) But if you're not getting good quality sleep, then that's not happening. And that plaque's kind of building up as well, which is pretty scary. That is scary. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The next one is to stay adequately hydrated. Your brain is made up of 75% water, so it needs fluids in order to function properly. Um, uh, Hydration also keeps your blood pressure normal, flushes out waste from your cells and keeps your cells metabolically active and healthy. Um, There was a book called Biohack Your Brain by neuroscientist Kristen Willemier, um, and she explains that even a 1% to 2% drop in hydration, you can start to have symptoms associated with brain fog like fatigue, uh, headache, and, and poor concentration. And there was a study that was done on young, healthy women, and they restricted their water intake to no more than 180 mils per day, which is fuck all. Um, but they performed worse on cognitive tests that required visual and working memory. And then after they drank enough water and repeated the tests, they, their executive function went back to baseline, which is pretty cool. So make sure you That's got that. That's nuts. Yeah, two, two and a half to four litres daily. Just smash that water, do the piss test, all that good stuff. Chloe um, calls me the water police at home. <laughs> <laughs> You're on it. So I'm just nagging. Yeah. Like, Have you had some water today? <laughs> It's like 2 p.m. She's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Got to get that water, especially Lift. when you get rid of that, grain, that brain fog. <laughs> um, the next one is to limit alcohol consumption. So alcohol is stressful for the brain, and some studies suggest it can actually damage the blood-brain barrier, so taking nutrients to and from cells, eliminating waste and all that good stuff. Your brain is absolutely fucked when you're drunk, <laughs> and even worse when you're hungover. Your memory's shit, judgment's clouded, concentration's poor, and these effects become even more pronounced the more drinking sessions you have, the more frequent your drinking sessions are. So makes sense. Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to. <laughs> you're just having it. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, having an epiphany. You just yeah. Said. No, in, internally I am. <laughs> Stop binge Clock drinking, it. big fella. <laughs> um, the next one is to. <laughs> The next one is to stop snacking. So a lot of like pantry stocked, the fridge is stocked, there's drive-throughs, vending machines, Uber Eats, there's endless and endless aisles of super convenient and tasty snacks. Like food is readily available at all times in modern society, but it doesn't mean that we should always be eating. So going for periods of time without food, such as with like a 12 or 16 hour fast between dinner and our first meal of the day, can enhance anti-inflammatory mechanisms in the body, including autophagy, which is like your internal cellular cleanup. Um, <clears throat> which keeps inflammation under control. Um, so obviously we know that less inflammation equals a healthier brain. And plus when you're eating and then and, and also snacking, your body is diverting resources, energy resources to the digestion rather than diverting them to thinking power and brain power. So right. if you're constantly like eating, snacking, nibbling, like doing all these things all the time, it's good to go for periods of time without food. Mm. That's why I've been fasting. Mm. In the mornings, yeah. yeah. So that a lot of people... Um, the reason they fast is they actually they they think their their mental acuity is more on point their mental sharpness is more on point it's it's interesting yeah, hey yeah, yeah. big time 
Um, the next one is to manage your stress. So chronically elevated stress can increase blood pressure, blood pressure, weaken the immune system and even trigger depression in some people. Um, it can also cause mental fatigue and add to that in systemic inflammation that we were talking about. And when your brain is exhausted, it becomes harder to think, reason and focus. So you've got to manage your damn stress levels. Again, got two freaking episodes on that. Um, in season one, we've spoken about it ad nauseum over the course of this period uh, of, of podcasting as well. The next one's an interesting one and it's to try coconut oil. So coconut oil contains this really awesome type of fat for brain health known as medium chain triglycerides or MCTs for short. And a study in the Journal of Neurobiology of Aging suggested that MCTs improved cognitive function among older people with memory problems and Alzheimer's disease. And the cool thing about that study was that cognitive function improved almost immediately after ingesting those MCTs. So you can buy like bottles of straight MCT oil and even like a lot of supermarkets will have it in the health food aisle. Like I know um, Woolworths definitely does. I'm pretty sure Coles does as well. You can go to health food stores. You can get straight MCTs. But you can also just cook with coconut oil, take a spoonful of it, blend it into smoothies. You can cook with coconut milk and coconut cream. You can sprinkle desiccated coconut onto meals, smoothie bowls, or put it in your overnight oats. And you would notice a lot of my in, uh, recipes yeah, recipe big time. are doing coconut creams or you've got coconut oil cooking with that, you're baking with that. Yeah, the, um, particularly the smoothies and the overnight oats, uh, coconut. Coconut. Coconut, uh, what are they, flakes? Yeah. Flakes, yeah. Yep. And they genuinely, I was thinking this the other day, they're actually oily. Yeah. So like if you <laughs> get a little pinch of um, coconut flakes, yeah. See it on your fingers. Got to wash your hands after. Yeah. That's that, oily. No, just, just lick them. That's just, the MCT okay. oil, bro. <laughs> your brain. No, wash it off. <laughs> wash it off with like fucking <laughs> <laughs> <like> washing detergent. <laughs> get that chemical yeah. instead. <laughs> okay, I'll start licking my fingers. <laughs> um <laughs> The next, the next way to alleviate your brain fog is to strength train, exercise, or move your body each day. So studies show that regular exercise can enhance neuroplasticity and protect against neurodegeneration. So enhances your brain's ability to grow and adapt and protects against your brain breaking down essentially. So it sharpens your brain, fights depression, increases neurogenesis, which is the creation of neurons. And in one study... Older adults with mild cognitive impairment who lifted weights two or three times per week improved cognitive function as well as muscle tone. Aerobic exercise has been shown to increase that uh, BDNF we're talking about, which promotes the health of brain and, and nerve cells. So lift weights, walk, run, kick the footy, do yoga, swim, kayak, paddle, like all that good stuff. Just move your body, lift some weights across, across the course of the week, but also make sure you're not doing too much of it. It's that perfect kind of dose because excessive training can also lead to mental fatigue. I love sunshine, <clears throat> getting lots of it. Yeah, so Been the, next, a lot of that the next one is to get a lot of sunshine. So vitamin D deficiency, so vitamin D, which you get from the sun primarily, vitamin D deficiency can contribute to a decreased memory as well as brain fog as well. So get direct sunlight or getting direct sun is the best way to boost your vitamin D level. So you can get five to 10 minutes in the morning or 20 to 30 minutes around midday or just going to break it up so you get that sunshine on your skin. But you can also ingest food sources of vitamin D like salmon, tuna and mackerel and then pair them with foods loaded with fat-soluble vitamins like A, E and K2. So sweet potato, tomato, carrots, um, beef, broccoli, asparagus, avocados, and nuts and seeds. And all of that uh, combined with the vitamin D foods increases what's known as the bioavailability. So it's your body's ability to uptake that vitamin D. So depending on how deficient you are, supplementation might also be helpful as it can be difficult to get adequate amount of vitamin D through food alone. Um, but we'll talk about such supplementation later. But if you're somebody who lives in like uh, an area where it's kind of gray and cloudy or mm. not much sunshine year round, it'd probably be good to, a good idea to supplement with vitamin D. Wasn't there a thing in the UK that um, people were like, depressed just because there was no sun a seasonal affective disorder so yeah yeah sad so yeah isn't that <laughs> yeah very sad but yeah so so it, it is 
Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it's just isn't isn't it so true like if you ask a um, five or six-year-old to draw a, a happy scene, it's like playing in the park, green grass, <laughs> yeah. trees, a big sun in the corner. With a smiley face. With a smiley face on the yeah. sun. And you draw them to, uh, ask them to draw a sad scene. It's like stormy clouds and th- yeah. lightning and rain. Like that, You just intuitively know that one makes you feel a certain way versus the other. And so many people, you f- you, we're like just fucking complicated plants at the end of the day. We <laughs> like sun. We need sun and we need water and you know what I mean? So like <laughs> getting outside, getting that sunlight is so good for mental health and all that stuff. And obviously through this, we can understand that it's good for your BDNF, it's good for, for your, your happiness and your brain fog as well. So the next one um, is to take phoneless breaks throughout the day. So we don't – I'm still learning this one. Like Same. the phone – the phone is your phones are fucked. Like yeah. <laughs> blessing and a curse. So good that I can call you straight away and yep. have a chat. So good that, you know, during COVID people could use it to FaceTime their loved yep. ones. Um, we can access all the information we ever need. Like I can just go straight check the weather or I can, you know, do some research yep. on it and stuff Book like that. Book a haircut. Yeah, yeah. All admin. all that good stuff. But these tech companies and the, you know and social media companies are so good at just keeping our attention on them like twenty four seven. And how often do you go to like wait in line for, I don't know, the post office or the supermarket or something and you just reach into your, like automatically just reach into your ha- your pocket and grab out your phone? It's muscle memory. It's literally muscle memory. And you, you're on autopilot and you just do it. So we don't always need to have input, 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 always coming in, whether that's scrolling, watching videos, music, podcasts. Like we don't always have to have things like, even though we want you to listen to our podcast, but it is yeah. important to take breaks from that. So um, our brains need that kind of rest, not always being stimulated. So we need to do more of, quote, unquote, like nothing. So stop pulling it out when you have to wait in line. Stop taking your phone to the toilet. Um, Just sit or stand or be by yourself. Go for a walk without your phone um, or put your phone into another room. Like try to do more of nothingness um, and that'll help alleviate that brain fog because you're not having all that stimulation. You're actually giving your brain a bit of a rest. Everyone needs a rest every now and then. Yes. I love brains. Yes. (laughs) Uh, the next one, and this is a trip down memory lane. This was a big thing for a while. Yeah, it was, we wasn't it? it MSG. Yeah. <laughs> you want to avoid MSG. So monosodium glutamate or MSG is a processed flavor enhancer that is commonly added to heaps of convenience foods such as soups, processed meats, and frozen meals and is a pretty like ubiquitous, like all-encompassing ingredient in restaurant Asian food. Um, it's known as an excitotoxin, so it actually gets the brain like firing. Um, even my younger brother, David, he wears <laughs> a um, – uh, like a Garmin or something like that, like yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. really like fancy watches yeah, that does all the bits and yeah. pieces. Um, and he had, I think he he thought he was he was like he's a paramedic, like he right. actually he knows the so body, he knows. he knows the human body. Yeah, yeah. And he was like going to call an ambulance on himself because his heart was going so fast at like one thirty in the morning, but it was after he'd eaten Chinese food from down the road, oh. and he was actually freaking himself out. He was like, something's actually actually happening here. So he was like lying in bed like. Checking his pulse. Checking his own pulse, just going, what is actually happening? And then we talked about it the next day that it was the MSG. But um, MSG can actually alter your brain chemistry and your body's hormonal system as a whole as well. So it can sometimes also be difficult to spot foods with MSG in them because MSG hides under a few different names on labels. So sometimes you can see it as glutamic acid, glutamate, Autolyzed yeast protein, textured protein, sometimes hides under natural flavors. And even, <laughs> Come on. I know, it's pretty nuts. Nice. Yeah, and even hydrolyzed corn. Yeah, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you want to steer clear of MSG as much as possible. Um, just another reason why natural whole foods with super long ingredients, uh, without super long ingredients lists are always the best choice. One, um, oh, this was ages ago now. I can't remember when. Uh, I was listening to Triple J and Dr. Carl was on. Mm. And um, someone called up saying, 
Dr. Carl, like I feel hungover today, like really hungover, but I didn't have anything to drink last night. Mm. And um, Dr. Carl said, did you have MSG? He's like, yeah, I had smashed like some meagering. And it like turned out this guy was feeling hungover from an overload of <laughs> Fuck, is MSG. Dr. Carl is the sickest dude I ever, eh? His I brain know. is just constantly, just can literally pick out anything. That's, yeah. yeah. That was the highlight of my uni career was I got to interview Dr. Carl. <laughs> yeah, nice. It was the shittest interview ever. Oh, no. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> what a legend. But I still got it in the can. <laughs> yeah. Still got the C. <laughs> C plus. C's to get degrees, yeah. man. Um, um, the next one is to – the next way to alleviate brain fog is to fix your gut. So science um, often recommend, uh, refers to your gut as your second brain. So your gut and brain are actually formed from the same fetal tissue when you're growing in the womb and they continue this like special bond throughout your whole life through what is now known as the gut-brain axis. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Good, Romantic <laughs> connection. Um, and for anyone, <laughs> for anyone in the wellness world, this, this uh, concept known as leaky gut syndrome is nothing new, but leaky gut happens when your gut lining is damaged and it can lead to a whole slew of digestive and other health issues, issues down the track as well. So because of this connection, leaky gut can then often turn, turn into leaky brain, which is a pretty gross way to think about it. But to start healing your gut, you want to consume foods like bone broth, which helps to heal the gut lining with collagen and probiotic rich foods like sauerkraut to provide your microbiome with some good bacteria. So all those kind of like live foods we've spoken about in the past. And you can also add in a high quality probiotic supplement to ensure you're getting enough of those probiotics each day. And or if you feel like you've got gut issues, maybe see a wellness practitioner of some sort who can order specific tests to see if you do have those gut issues because there's lots of different ones. How good is kombucha? Bloody love it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong. <laughs> well, you can, I'm sure there are some – like it's got anything anything with to do with health gets this health halo around it. And I've spoken about this before, but like, you know, fat-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, low-cal, uh, keto, paleo. Like you get these titles um, that a lot of people just go, oh, that's a healthy thing. And then you get a food company that creates this product and they just slam those stickers all over the front. 99% fat-free, low-calorie, yeah. da, da 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 And it's got this health halo around it that everyone goes, oh, cool, must be healthy, grab that, buy it, but then never yeah. flip over and see what's on the, the back ingredients list. So there's definitely some good butcher companies out there that will just fuck load it with sugar yeah. and and put it extra little bits and pieces in there, maybe some MSG, I don't know, maybe not. <laughs> but it, it, pays to, it pays to flip over and look at the back of the bottle um, or of, of anything you eat, really. Hamish and Andy, um, just to steal a bit of content from a really good podcast, um, Hamish and Andy have been on this like crusade of the um, the health star ratings. Oh, yeah. Just how bullshit they are. Yeah. There's like, I think, oh, I'm trying to remember, I think it was um, uh, Zupa Dupas and like the Icy Pops. Yeah, yeah. And there was like one, one like the original flavours of Zupa Dupas were like one or two health star. And then um, – they brought out this like new range of flavors. They're almost like milkshake flavored things. Yeah, I don't right. know, but they had a, they had like three to four health star rating. It's like Why? how it's the same sugar. Yeah. So they're blowing that wide open, which is um, it's very humorous. It, tri- it trips me out, and you, you that it's pretty crazy conspiracy kind of thing to think about. But you just know that well, possibly those Zupa Duper companies are paying to have a higher yeah. rating. You know what I mean? Like they're like, all right, bring it out a new flavour. How can we get more people to buy this? Let's fucking make sure. That make think sure it's, it's three out of five yeah, star. Yeah, three out of five rating. star. Let's uh, put some money in towards the, whatever the health star rating company is or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty crazy. But those, a lot of these policy driven from the government food drives are bullshit. 
and yeah. so so bad for health. Like if we if we ate the way the government wanted us to, we'd all be fat, sick, and unhealthy. So we need to kind of yeah. flip some shit on its head. The next one, and this is why I mentioned Pepsi Max before, but it's to actually avoid artificial sweeteners. So those little like yellow, blue, and pink packets you might put in your coffee or sprinkle on your oats can potentially be wreaking havoc on your mood as well as what's known as your microbiome. So that's all the gut bacteria that's inside your gut. Um, and in a double-blind study on the effects of aspartame or aspartame, aspartame, the way that's the way I say it, it's the the most commonly um, used low-calorie sweetener. And most of them, uh, like Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Pepsi Max, they'll use aspartame or mm. aspartame. Um, and they did a double-blind study, which is one of the gold standards of the study, so that, which means that the, the participants don't know what group they're in, but the scientists also don't know what they're giving them. Oh, the, cool. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's no bias there, pretty much. Um, and they, so they did this double-blind stu- uh, study on the effects of aspartame on people with mood disorders, and findings showed a large increase in serious symptoms in those using the artificial sweetener products uh, containing the aspartame. And aspartame is made with the isolated amino acid phenylalanine, which is Weird. neurotoxic and goes directly into the brain, which depletes your serotonin level, levels and possibly worse. So when we lower the serotonin, it can actually trigger a, a huge variety of mood disorders. So I think for artificial sweeteners, the jury might still be out on what they're doing to the body. Like mm. this, if someone's going to enjoy a Coke Zero once a week, it's like fine, like go for it. Like it's yeah, yeah. literally a drop in the ocean of what you're doing the rest of the other meals and stuff like that. Same thing if someone was like, oh, you know, I like having KFC with my family on a Saturday night. And it's like, we well, got breakfast, lunch, and dinner for seven days of the week. So that's 21 meals. And then for yeah. one of those meals, you're having KFC, fucking go for it. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> honestly, it's, it's fine. It's like, fine. enjoy that. It's your nice little social connection with your family. You don't have to cook. Like, you just yeah, enjoy Think the of the positives. Yeah, yeah. So that's fine. And if someone's going to have like one of these a week, then whatever. But for me, anyway, I'm, I'm more on like air on the side of caution. Mm. So for me personally, I'm ch- I choose not to have artificial sweeteners because I don't know exactly what they're going to be doing. Like some studies are starting to come out, like the one I just mentioned, um, and the, and the impacts it has on mood disorders and stuff like that, and the microbiome because it has been documented that it, uh, artificial sweeteners um, can cause microbiome dysbiosis. So more of the bad stuff, less of the good bacteria, um, which impacts that like gut brain connection that we're talking about. Well, that's what I try and do is I try and ha- if I want something fizzy, like at the end of the day, I'll try and have a kombucha. But if I don't have any kombucha mm. in the fridge, there's always like a Pepsi Max or something. Mm. That's how I grew up. Dad never had full strength uh, Coke or yeah. soft drink. It was always like no sugar stuff. Yeah, um, we were and, the same. And that's what I grew up on. Yeah. Like, so now it's in my fridge <laughs> yeah, yeah. without <laughs> even trying. Yeah. Uh, that, that's just how it goes, eh? And that's part of that health halo is everyone goes, oh, you know, we want more artificial stuff rather than the real sugar because real sugar is bad. But it's like, I don't know, I'd, I'd steer clear of it. Just, yeah. just, just, yeah, I'm, I'm always like better, better to be safe than sorry anyway. Yeah, big time. But yeah, it doesn't mean that I won't enjoy a little, I don't know, cougar and coke. I don't yeah. know. I never have that. You know what I mean? Like if, if it's present, that's what I used to drink. But and I was just chatting to a, a guy on the phone on the way here, and we we're talking about that. But um. <laughs> if someone presented me with one, I'm not going to go like, oh, fuck, yeah, like I'm not going to have that. Yeah, like, oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. trip down memory lane, like lovely, Correct. whatever. Exactly. Um, the next one is to check for hormonal imbalances and nutrient deficiencies. So hormone challenges, uh, changes, sorry, hormonal changes can uh, also trigger brain fog. So in women, levels of progesterone and estrogen increase during pregnancy, and this change can affect memory and cause short-term cognitive impairment. And often hormonal birth control will kind of play around with these um, these hormones as well. 
um, which can um, lead to brain fog. Similarly, a drop in estrogen levels during menopause can cause forgetfulness, poor concentration and cloudy thinking. So that's all the women that are like late 30s, mid 40s, uh, early 50s that are, that are going through menopause. So you want to balance your hormones naturally if possible. So listen to last week's episode when we went into that um, in deep and or get tested by a practitioner. For nutrient deficiencies, what I like to do is use that shotgun shotgun pellet approach for food. So eat a wide ranging, colorful fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, herbs and spices, um, meats, seafoods, like all the good stuff. And you should be covering most of your nutrient um, uh, needs. But then you can also get tested and then supplement accordingly as well. Like if you need some more beta vitamins or you need some more iron or you need more this or that. And then you can also ingest a good quality multivitamin or greens powder to help fill the nutritional gaps as well. What are some of the bad things we can avoid? Uh, those toxins. So the world is far more toxic than it ever has been before, and we all have toxins you know, in and around us. Some of these we can do very little about, but there are some effective things we can all do, some of which we discussed last week um, in the episode um, about hormonal uh, hormones and then all about those endocrine-disrupting chemicals. Yep. Um, so, for, like, for example, like chemicals that are used in common household cleaning products have been linked to altered brain function. So you want to switch to natural plant-based cleaners without those industrial chemicals. Um, choose more natural self-care uh, products, makeup, etc. You can open your windows, get a water filter, have plants inside your house that help clean the air or get an air filter. Um, just yet, yeah, listen to last week's episode because we go into more uh, detail about these um, endocrine-disrupting chemicals in uh, greater detail. What on earth is BDNF? So BDNF is that brain-derived neurotrophic factor that I was mentioning before. So it's that growth molecule involved in learning and memory and the creation of neurons. So the things that boost your BDNF levels are exercise, good sleep quality, less cortisol, less sugar, meditation, fasting, prioritizing social connections with friends and family, eating a higher-protein diet, consuming foods that contain what are known as polyphenols, so coffee, green tea, blueberries, dark chocolate, and extra virgin olive oil, getting sunlight, and actually doing a sauna post-workout. So sauna is interesting because it can also help bring down inflammation levels. So you can get in the sauna 20 to 30 minutes a couple times a week if you have access to one at your gym or something like that, and that's awesome. So you want to boost that growth chemical all over your brain um, as much as possible. How's your sauna going? Still not up. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the the whole the whole garage at the moment um, is like full of wedding stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, like all all the bits and pieces. Like we had like wine barrels and stools and all that. Yeah. So that's all like just loaded up in there. Also, haven't set up my like gym equipment just yet. Like there's <laughs> heaps of things. So once we get back from our honeymoon, all that stuff can get cleared out. And yep. We can really start setting things up. So I'm really, I'm, yeah, I'm fucking excited because that'll be probably yeah three times a week at twenty to thirty minutes. I'll, I'll get in that, which would be awesome. And the last one, the last way to alleviate your brain fog, um, and the reason I've done it as last is because – so the last one is supplementation. The reason I did it as last is because I always want to do supplements, you know, as a, as a, not a last resort, but they shouldn't be the primary focus. Like I have – I'm always kind of wary to talk about supplements because I have a lot of people when I put them up or, or talk about them on Instagram or whatever socials, I get a lot of messages saying like, oh, does this actually work? And it's like yeah, people are it's always- the easy way out. Yeah, people are always wanting the easiest thing to do, which I, 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 with all the practices that I talk about these last two seasons, it's most of the simplest stuff that I can come yeah. across, but it still requires work. Yeah. Whereas taking a supplement literally requires you to go to the fucking supplement <laughs> store, buy it, and then just remember to take it, yeah. just squirt <laughs> it in your mouth every day or pop it in your tongue every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, And you can't, you can't supplement your way to optimal health. Like it, it just doesn't work like that. Your body does. Your body wants to do things on its own a lot of the time. And you just need to give it a helping hand. Mm. You know, getting better sleep, exercising, drinking water. Like oftentimes that's enough. Like changing your diet a little bit. 
it's enough for your body to go, oh, cool. Like I can actually start functioning properly and healing myself. Yeah. Um, so supplements, you can take them to help fill the gaps and kind of like attack things from both sides. But when it comes to um, brain fog in particular, lion's mane is an adaptogenic mushroom which contains super power, powerful nerve growth factors that help to <laughs> that help to regenerate and protect the brain tissue. So it's a mushroom, um, and you can get like I like the brand Life Cycle. Um, that's one we have in Australia, but there's heaps heaps of different brands around. Um, but you can just take Lion's Mane as good for the, all those nerve growth factors. Um, and research has shown that those who supplement with Lion's Mane um, have better cognitive function compared to those who don't. Um, there's other adaptogens like ashwagandha um, and rhodiola that support the brain adrenal axis as well, which increases your energy and mental clarity. Um, rhodiola has also been shown to increase that BDNF um, in the brain. Holy basil works to regulate cortisol and increase cognitive function as well. It's different to normal basil, same family, but different properties inside them. So holy basil. Omega-3s um, from fish or krill oil to help boost your healthy fats. You know, your brain's primarily fat, so it wants those healthy fats and it helps decrease inflammation as well. So it's always, most most people would benefit from um, supplements with a high dose kind of fish oil, especially if you're not having fatty fish two to three times a week, you should probably get a, a fish oil. Um, CoQ10, which stands for coenzyme Q10. It's an enzyme found in pretty much every single cell in your body, um, but especially in the mitochondria, which is like the energy centers or the powerhouses of your cells. Mm. So if your brain cells are lacking in CoQ10, chances are it's not functioning on all cylinders, not firing on all cylinders. Um, and there was one study in the Journal of Clinical Psychology or Psych- Psychopharmacology that found that in 18 people with depression, taking CoQ10 for a month decreases severity of depressive symptoms and some prefer- significantly improves symptoms of fatigue, sadness, and brain fog. And then there's um, all the other supplements that I like people to take, magnesium, zinc, creatine. Like if you start to fill the gaps with those supplements, you're going to feel pretty fucking awesome. So pretty much to, to recap everything we spoke about today, and I know there's like lots of bits of information, lots of little things you can do on, on all sides. Brain fog is actually quite common amongst the general population. There are instances like pregnancy, um, certain diseases, medications, et cetera, that can cause brain fog, but it's mostly due to lifestyle. Um, so what you can do is just start implementing more of the lifestyle practices we've mentioned today. There's one of those 17, there's all little bits in, in them as well to start combating your brain fog. All right, Gossa, we are at the end of the penultimate episode mm. of season two, episode nine. Uh, really, I really liked that episode. Uh, yeah. I found myself really listening hard to all that stuff, so well done. Love that. Now, recipe of the week uh, mm. was the cookies, cookies and, and cream smoothie. smoothie. Uh, yeah, very good, very good. I was getting more um, peanut butter vibes. I don't know if I put too How? much. Was there peanut butter in it? Uh, almond butter. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, well, not peanut butter vibes, but like nutty and nutty butter. Yeah, nutty yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, took me age. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought almond butter was like actual butter. <laughs> oh no. So I'm going walking around the butter, in the butter, butter, butter margarine aisle. And I'm like, God, there's so many butters. Like, what? <laughs> Surely they've got almond butter. And then, like, um, I asked, the, asked the nice lady at Coles. Oh no, like, <laughs> she got almond butter. She's like, someone else asked for this last week. Anyway, yeah, it makes sense. And the spreads off. Like, spreads off. <laughs> it's like peanut butter. <laughs> so I felt like a doofus, uh, but that was very funny. Um, no, it was really good. Super easy. Um, I'm going to give it a eight out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Eight out of ten. Um, I there's an uh, you got to put half an avocado in it, mm. and um, I it's not avocado season here. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Um, I prefer like a nice Hass avocado. Mm. Soft. You can yeah. easily spread it. I've got the shit hard ones. I don't even know what they're called. 
Um, yeah. So I had to like take it out of the fucking smoothie and like chop it up. Because it wasn't put, blending. Yeah, <laughs> it was not blending. So uh, that was funny. And I had to um, – I had to – I wasn't cheating but because it was a shit avocado. So there's also coconut yogurt in there. So it's quite thick. Mm, yeah. So I had to – Put uh, a couple of dollops of um, I've got uh, like ch- a milk. Yeah, it's like a Chibani's chocolate almond milk. So okay. it just made it heaps more chocolatey, uh, but it also liquefied, liquefied it, liquefied it up <laughs> just a bit more. So uh, yeah, interesting little smoothie. Yeah. Um, super easy to put together, yeah. as all most smoothies are. But um, yeah, super tasty. But cherry ripe's better. Cherry, yeah, yeah. Cherry we'll ripe's find better. out next time. Uh, but it still gets an eight out of ten on its own. Lovely. Um, Goss, I wanted to surprise you this week. Yeah. Um, we're not going from the recipe ebook this week. Yeah. I'm going to have a go at buffalo fish. Yeah, it's a I had, sick idea, I reckon. I had this idea yesterday. Um, we've got our good friends Katie and Josh coming over on the weekend for fish tacos. Mm. Um, I've spoken about it before. Chloe and I went up to ex- uh, Coral Bay end of last year and we came home with heaps of fish and – um, you're supposed to only keep it frozen in the freezer for like six months. Okay. Um, so we're coming up to that um, mm. and we've still got a few fillets to get through. So, uh, yeah, the idea was just to like – so we had the buffalo chicken and I was making like little sliders from that. It was yeah. absolutely delicious. And I thought, why can't we just do this with fish? Like a white fish. Like a white fish. So stay tuned. I'm going to do a bit of experimenting. I like that. With yeah. the slow cooker. Um yeah, I should have bought a slow cooker so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed so with sick. It. <laughs> it was cool that you're like you're, you're you're finding that next level of like pinching an idea from over here and tying it in this one over here. You're willing to experiment um, and try things out, and who knows, this might be your number one recipe that you end up replicating every time people come over or something like that. So yeah, you just have to play around with those the cook times and weights and stuff like that until you find you know something that actually works. But that's sick. I'm proud of you. So yeah, I'm going to base it off the buffalo chicken slow cooker recipe that we did the other week Mm. um so it's literally rather than chicken it's i'm just going to try it with some fish fillets um from my googling so the the chicken needs four hours on high uh, so you get that nice like pull apart yeah um texture so from what i googled yesterday um they suggest like an hour and a half to an hour 45 Mm. i'm low yeah yeah so um won't need as long uh, but I'm going to, yeah, keep the rest of the ingredients the same and we'll obviously do it in the little taco boys. So yeah, nice. Stay tuned. I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. Good I'm stuff. absolutely fucking starving as well right now. <laughs> I mean, fasting. Um, anyway.